Thank you for checking out the One Best Podcast, Two On, Two Out. I'm your host, Andrew Karachi, alongside Eric Emerson. And I did it again. That was a good intro, like right yes. off the bat. Awesome. <laughs> See, when we're re- repetitively doing this show, like unlike before, it's getting going, you know, so it's going to be natural now. It's nice. So what I used to do with the pinfall wrap-up is I always would put all the pressure on the co-host and tell and ask, what do we have in store tonight? And then all the pressure would be on you. So, Eric, what do oh, we have in open, store tonight? I'm fine. I'm fine with that. Because I'd be like, to get my nerves out, I'd be like, woo woo! You know, and then I would be like, this is the one best podcast. Two out, two out. You know? I would right. oh, I'd be all crazy. I wonder what that beeping sound was. Everyone though, we were working on a jingle. We've been talking about that. A couple of things were thrown back and forth. I know it's yeah. easy to write in. You know, we'll think of something. So you can check out the podcast on Apple Podcasts. You can check it out on iTunes. You can check it out on Spotify if you don't have an Apple account. Uh, Stitcher, uh, PlayPod, whatever. You can Google it. I think we're on Google now, too. So, like, you could find us on just about everything. Uh, when the podcast is finished, uh, when I upload, iTunes is usually, or Apple's usually the first one to get it, and then Spotify gets it like a couple hours later, and then I post them on the social media, my social media site. I think we're eventually going to make a page for this too, for yes, the two on sure. two out fans. I think we should too. We're getting we're really behind on this shit, but we're, we'll we'll, we'll get we'll it eventually. Because we kind of just threw it together, but like I was talking about earlier, it's like I was saying, like, I got to get something set up, like a mic and all that, and everything else, my own little setup, do some recording, you know, so you guys can see us, too, so we can interact. I think it'd be great. Cause this is, right. This is going to go somewhere. You know, I don't mean go somewhere big, but I'm just saying, like, we got ideas, and we're going to keep doing this, so. Yeah. Well, especially because it's easy to do now. Like, I remember, like, trying to get together, it was always hard, so, oh, like, we could yeah. do this remotely pretty much whenever and i think when the playoffs start we might be doing one almost every day so i think it all depends on the when once when the playoffs start i mean we're going to be it's almost going to be like a daily pod for all you guys out there because there's going to be a lot to dive into that i would hate to miss something by because we we have to do the tuesday deadline or whatever so say you can check us out on that i'd like to get a couple of shout outs anytime i saw a couple people has shared the podcast uh so a shout out to Andy Neefelt for sh- for sharing the podcast. So thank you for doing that. That helps a lot. Yeah, um, that's huge. I did not actually look to see what I didn't actually look to see what our actual count our view count was, but I can check that real quick so we can get an actual number on how we did. Twelve. So we went up two listens yeah. from last week. So there we go. It's growing. <laughs> So we had 12 listens. Keep doing it. Keep cruising with it, you know? Nice. Absolutely. I think it's better when we roll more, because I'll I'll be honest with you, the first two times, it's a little awkward for me. You know, I I had to get used to, like, getting grooving in it, but now, like, the last couple ones, like, it's nice. I don't feel as weird about it. Not like in a bad way, but it's just like, you know, I'm not used to doing this. So, like, now after a while, it's just kind of coming to me, you know? And I feel more comfortable doing it, you know, so, which is cool. Not too many, what does they call that? Uh, you're cutting, you're kind of cutting in, and, you're kind of cutting in and out. So, uh, Eric is Sorry. driving, I think, while we're doing this podcast. So, it's, uh, so he might cut in and out, and I'll just have to ask him to repeat it, because obviously if I can't hear it, you guys obviously didn't hear what he said either. So. Yeah, I got a bit of a drive <laughs> home, everyone. Sorry, but yeah, no. Hopefully you got all what I said earlier. Right. I think we got at the gist. Um, yes. But, yeah, anytime you share that, I, we greatly appreciate that. Uh, we just, we love to talk baseball, and we like to keep the show going. Um, it's not, we're not making any money doing this. So, like, there is no sponsor, nothing like that. But there's opportunity. <laughs> there is. But we enjoy it. That's why we do it. Right. So I got no problem. Too. I have no problem reading ads. So, like, you know, no. um Hair club oh. for men, you know, whatever you want. I'll, I'll read an ad. I got no problem with Pe- that. Pepsi, Pepsi, where are you at? You know, Pepsi Zero. Yeah. Pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I well, I think um, 
because I've been podcasting for a while, about four or five years. Plus, I used to do a lot of stuff on my YouTube channel, so I've always been kind of comfortable with doing the whole audio thing. Uh, as far as that, it's always the beginning part is where I struggle, but once when I get into it, I can I can keep going. Yeah, I mean, we can swap out too, man, because I can get really crazy too. <laughs> and I just I just go yeah. crazy, often, you know. So yeah, so uh, so tonight, so today, uh, it's going to be a very baseball centric again. Um, we're going to be covering the the Tom Brenneman issue that happened. I think that was right as we got one off the air last week. And yeah. then, um, so we got that. We have that. Um, the Cardinals, obviously, we'll, go, we'll do a little deep dive into how they've been playing. We'll do a little deep dive into the Astros, and then we'll make our postseason predictions or just kind of look and see what we're thinking, what's going to happen. And then, obviously, yeah, the big story is the year, trade yeah. deadline. Sure. It's the but trade deadline. It's just like, it's like already here. There's something else we talked about, and we obviously both were wrong on this prediction, which was the Albert Pujols prediction, because I think we both said home runs, right? Like he would break or he would tie it. What yeah. Was it? Yes. But he didn't. Uh, but he you passed. said he he'd tie it. I'd say he'd break it. Yes, and he didn't do it. Right. So I'm going to call I'm going to call that a wash. I'm going to say we both got it. Like, we didn't lose that bet, but we kind of, no. we evened out. Yes. Because but he at least, you know, he broke some records. Yes, he did. So, what is yeah. he, number three on the list now? Two. He's right behind, he's Ooh. behind Hank Aaron. That's it. That's it. Ruthless. He is ruthless. And no one talks about how, <laughs> just, just, no one talks about Albert Pujols. I know. It's, <laughs> All we can say I, is Urban's contract, and I'm like, he spent a lot of time there collecting numbers silently. So you're gonna t- we're gonna talk about how he's one of the greatest of all time, top five. Seriously, I think he is. I think he's in the conversation. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, wouldn't it be far fetched to say? I mean, just being honest, like it would be, you know, Babe, Hank, um, Willie, Bonds. Pools. Would you? What do you think? I mean, I, I'd say, yeah, I'd say Bonds is probably, uh, I'd say Bonds has got to be ahead of that. So, yeah, Bonds is ahead of, uh, of Pools, but. Yes. And then you got Babe Ruth, and you're, now we're comparing guys from different eras, and wow, it's just, it's crazy that uh, Albert Pools has just been, he's been tearing it up. And that's all we yeah. got to say about that. Like, he's, yeah, yeah. he's, Still clicking away, and I, you know I don't know if he'll get the home run record because I just I don't realistically see a team wanting to bring him in when his contract's over at the end of next year. Um, You're but, talking about St. Louis, though. You never know. I would love it, but I just I I don't think it would happen. Uh, the Astros are up six to three, by the way, on the Angels. So yeah, there you the go. I see that, but you know the Padres really handed it to the which you know the Padres are not a bad team; they're a good team. So um, they had a rough time on the road there, and then they obliterated the Angels last night too. So, so if we'll I if I could if I could ask you, see if you can get these right. So I got it in front of me. So who do you think leads all of baseball in batting average right now? It's going to be a goofy team, you know, because I haven't watched. I'm talking. It's a player. It's it's just a player, not not team player. Oh, it's um Charlie Blackman. Batting average, right? D- DJ LeMahieu. DJ LeMahieu. I thought Blackman was pushing like four hundred. DJ LeMahieu hitting four eleven. He's injured oh. right now, but he he's still he's still eligible for it. And uh, oh, who do you think okay. leads in home? Who do you think leads in home runs? Oh, it's Tatis, right? Yep, with twelve. And That's who do you think's got RBIs? Oh, oh my God! I know I'm wrong, but I'm such like a I'm such like a team guy. It's Tucker, Kyle Tucker, because he's got twenty. It's probably not the most, but I know on my team he's got twenty, which is like he's having a great year. I know it's not. I know it's not. <laughs> it's, Tat- it? it's Tatis. Tatis. Oh, MVP. Okay, how many's he got? Twenty nine. Holy smokes! And then. Uh, who do you think leads in stolen bases? Jeez. 
Bias. <laughs> Jonathan VR. Jonathan VR. Okay. Who's he playing for now? Miami. Okay. Okay. Yeah, see, that's why Miami's going to win. Small ball. Yep. And then uh, who do you think leads in runs scored? <clears throat> um. Jeez. got to think of somebody. Uh, Harper? It is Fernando Tatis Jr. Jeez. Again, he's got a lot of stats today. Or, I mean, like this year. Yeah. So, MVP pushing numbers right there. Yep. And then I got you some know, pitching numbers for you, too. Dude. So, who do you think leads in saves? This is all baseball. Who's got the most saves? Oh, man. you got to throw me out of division here. <laughs> I couldn't even <laughs> tell you. Uh, Liam Hendricks from the A's. Okay. And then this one's kind of surprising. Uh, Shane Bieber, is that how you pronounce it? Shane Bieber uh, yes. has the ERA, 1.11, and then he also leads the league in strikeouts with 65. Strikeouts, yep. I know that. Well, that that's ridiculous. And you got three guys tied with five wins, which I can look that up real quick to see who those are. Not that that really matters. Oh, never mind. I'm not going through all this shit. No. All right. No, Moving it's, on. It's, it's 60 games. It's 60 games. Right. So. Right. So yeah, wins do don't really matter do you think this year. Tatis, I've been saying somebody's going to hit 26 home runs this year. You know, I said Judge and Stanton, but, you know, they always get hurt. So um, could Tatis do it? Could he hit 26? He's at 12 right now. He'd be at 24. Um, you know, You'd have to hit. No, I'm going to say I think Tatis ends with. Uh, uh, I'll say 22. I'm going to say I'm. Gonna, I was going to say 21, but yeah, I'm okay with 22. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the Cardinals this weekend they took three of four over the Reds. They're right in playoff contention as of right now. They're the five seed. Yes, they have a great so, winning percentage, if you noticed. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think they're 13 and 10. I think they're 13 and 10 now. Oh, okay, so, they were 12 and 10 last time I looked, I think. Yeah, I think they, because, yeah, they won last night. It's just, it's crazy when you think about it, because it's like they sat for, they sat for all that time, and then they had to go out, you know, go out and play right away. And these other teams, they don't care the Cardinals had to sit. <laughs> so, it's just um, it's kind of cool because they're they're right back in the thick of things and uh, starting pitching looks strong. Yadier Molina's back and it yeah. seems like that guy he had seven big, hits big, over the weekend. The big deal right there, him coming back. It's seven hits in four four games. He played in all four games, of course, because Yadier he plays every day. <laughs> no days off for Yadier. No, well, except when he except when he's got COVID. That's it. Right. But he's in there. He was asymptomatic, too. So that was good. Now, um, they're saying Carlos Martinez is coming back, but they're having issues with him right now because uh, he wants to still come back as a starter, and they don't really want him as a starter because they want him back now. They said he could come back now as a reliever, but but he wants to come back as a starter, so he's going to be gone for like another couple, couple weeks, it sounds. And... Even when he comes back, there's no guarantee they're going to have a spot for him. So will Carlos Martinez get traded at the deadline? For a potential, you know, like is their playoff right now potential? Uh, no, I wouldn't think so. I mean, well, <laughs> I'm wondering if the Cardinals would just be like enough's enough and just be kind of done with it, like addition by subtraction type thing. Okay, so what would you go after? Because they, they did that with Kobe Rasmus a few years back. They did. So what would you get in return? What would you like to see in return? Who would I like to see for, uh, who would I like for the Cardinals to go after? Is that what you're asking? Yeah. Yeah. What do you think will help your team? Bullpen work? Um, no, or... uh, we, we need a bat. Yeah. Definitely, definitely need a bat. So if they can get J.D. Martinez for something reasonable, I, I would look, for, I'd I look at too. that. It's funny you said that. Uh, 
that's a that's a guy you could literally plug right behind Goldschmidt, and then you have an actual cleanup hitter, and yep. you can have JD Martinez DH. Yeah. <clears throat> I I say they need a middle lineup bat, but that's it's nothing new. They've needed uh they've needed a middle of the lineup bat pretty much since they had a middle lineup bat last year in Ozuna. Like Ozuna was awful last year as a cleanup hitter. Yeah, I was wrong. You know, and they still got as far as they did. Shows you how good their team was. You know, especially the defense, yeah. how that turned around. And, yeah, so. So these are the players that are rumored to be traded. They're saying, um, oh, Josh Hader, really? I can't yeah. see the Brewers trading him. They're saying reports uh, Brewers are listening on Hader. But they they're, they're expecting a banana price. This is reported by the Athletic. Jeez. So, and then the uh, Rangers are reported listening to offers for Lance Lynn. You got to be kidding me. Okay, so this is my this is my thought process on that. And it's funny you say Lance Lynn because I was thinking to myself, how are the Rangers and when they get rid of Lance Lynn? And here we oh. go. I'm jump on that White Sox bandwagon. And if the White Sox went out yeah. and Lance Lynn, I'm telling you, uh, man, I'm riding, I'm riding the White Sox to the ale pennant, man. Have you looked at Lance Lynn's numbers? I haven't. But I know he's, he's great this year. He's 4-0 with a 1.59 ERA through seven starts. He's only 33. He's 33 years old, and he's, he's owed $8 million next year. So if you sign him... You have to you get them for another year. Only eight million for that type of production. Yep. Cardinals need to go get I, him back. You know. <laughs> you know what's funny? We'll go to this hater. Back to the Astros for bullpen help. You think? That, well, yeah, they got the players. They could they could move guys, but aren't the aren't the Astros under five hundred right now? But they, yeah, hmm. but they I just don't see them selling. They got too good of a lineup, and the only reason why they won't make it in is because they're injuries. One hundred percent, they're injuries. Our this pitching staff insane. has been so depleted and hurt, so. I can't believe the Rangers are willing to trade him right now. Well, this is this is like J.D. Martinez to the Cardinals, Lance Lynn to the White Sox, Bogarts to the Dodgers. Yeah, because they need more shortstops. The Dodgers do that. They are putting all their chips in. They did it with Betts. They'll go get Bogarts. I'm just telling you. Now they're saying, you know, like... like Mike Clevenger, uh, I I butcher his name all the time. Mike Clevenger, yeah, yeah, because they don't. He ain't coming back to the because he he went out with his friends, and then yeah. one guy was saying like I ain't playing if they're coming back, which he has the right to say that. Okay, so Madison Clevenger Madison always, Bumgarner's on this list too. Oh really? After signing that how well four year deal? Yeah. He's not getting moved. No, he's not. And I'll tell you something. Clevenger, Marlins. You know who I could see making a move for Lance Lynn? Or Atlanta. And it it would, it only because I feel like they're, they're all in next year is Kansas City. That the Reds did this a couple years ago when they traded for Sonny when they traded for Sonny Gray, and then the oh. the Mets did it when they traded for uh, what's his face the guy they got now uh, Stroman right mm-hmm. the guy who opted out so they sometimes teams will do that they'll go and make a deal at the deadline because they say if there's not a big uh, Lance Lynn has big ties with Mike Matheny. And I could see Mike Matheny going all in to get his guy back. I, I'll give you that since, yeah, that's true. Because <laughs> that Mike was Matheny. his guy. He he rode him hard when he was in St. Louis. And I think I think Lance Lynn liked Matheny. 
they're also saying uh, Tyjon Walker. He's still in the league. I didn't know he was still in the league. <laughs> what about, what about uh, Cueto? Not that he's like... I heard Cueto's name. I heard that he had links to the Cardinals, but there's no way. There's no way he'd ever pitch for them just because of the bad, there's bad blood with him and the Cardinals from when he used yeah. to be a Red. He was yeah, the guy yeah. who... Uh, you remember the brawl they had in 2010? Mm-hmm. He was the guy who uh, kicked Jason LaRue in the head. Or when he split he split his eye open or whatever. Oh, yeah. And then uh, Jason LaRue, had to re- he had to retire. Plus, he kicked Chris Carpenter in the back, too. They're also saying Trevor Rosenthal is um, is out there, too, for teams. Did we lose you? No, I'm here. Technical difficulties. A little okay. bit. <laughs> What's up, macros, everyone? So sorry if it's kind of weird. Uh. <laughs> They're saying the, the Marlins are looking at Trevor Rosenthal. I keep forgetting <clears throat> the Marlins are kind of in. They are. That's why I said, like, Clevenger. Who's their starting rotation again? You know, that would give them some beef, you know, to win a game or two, you know, in the playoffs. So this so is this the postseason ma- This is this is the postseason matchups right now. Uh, Giants at the Dodgers, Rockies at the Cubs, Marlins at the Braves, Cardinals at the Padres. That that that'll be a tough series. Uh, oh, A's, so Blue Blue Jays at the A's, White Sox at the Twins, Astros at the Yankees, and then Indians oh, at Tampa Bay. Remember, that first series is only a three-game series. Yep, and it'll be all in New York if, for Houston if it plays out that way. So I was doing some research on why, because the Cardinals have to play the Cubs again. They have another five-game series against them, and it's at Wrigley again. And apparently it's because the Cubs refuse to go to St. Louis right now. The, re- the team is refusing to fly to St. Louis because of the whole COVID thing. And I'm... I'm just wondering, like, when when are we going to start, like, holding pe- teams accountable? Like, if you're getting you, – if you don't want to play, then opt out. But don't, like – I don't think you should be allowed to say, oh, we're just not going to travel, so we're just going to play every game at home. Because that's what the Cubs are doing that's, right now. It's garbage. It's garbage. That, that shows me it's asterisk, you know, this whole season. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just – you can't just choose. You know, it's funny because, like – you know, the Yankees, one of their things got postponed. One of their series, like, oh, just go play Baltimore. Really? They crushed Baltimore. That's right. an advantage to them. You know, it was very, like, weird. And I don't mean to be like that because it's them, too, but I just noticed that. I'm like, really? You know, I was like. Oh, it, it's, definite, it's definitely asterisk. Like, like the Cubs are going to play the Cardinals <laughs> ten times, and all games are going to be at Wrigley, but they're going to be counted as home games for the Cardinals. Like, what? what is that? That's garbage. It is. But I guess the Cardinals agreed to it, so I guess no one can really complain about it. Yeah. <clears throat> I think a lot of teams are like, let's just make the best of this season. Let's go out and have fun. We win it, we win it, you know? But it's You like cut out there. Things. Sorry. Um, it's, just, it's just one of those things that probably just like, they're like, whatever, let's if we win it, we win it. It's one of those weird right. years. No. I will say this. If there's a team that goes and wins it that I don't like, yes, I'm going to say it's an asterisk. <laughs> I know that's unfair to say, but it'll probably be just two so teams that I see that about. So they're saying Trevor Rosenthal is the top trade target right now. Really? It's interesting. Yeah. Well, I guess because everyone needs pitching with all these double headers. And they're saying that Rosenthal found his stuff back. I'm sure Matheny had a lot to do with it. I'm sure. That's pretty cool, though. Like, I'm actually kind of, like, for the first time, I don't hate the Royals because they kind of, they got my old manager over there, and I just kind of, like, I want Matheny to do well. It's kind of like, have you ever had, like, a, 
an ass. Like, that's kind of like with you with Lance Berkman, right? Like, when he went to the Cardinals, like, you were just kind of happy to see him win a World Series? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like even that. When it, like, even when he went to the Yankees, I was like, well, hopefully he goes 4 for 4 but the Yankees lose. You know? Sorry, just being. Like, right. When he got traded, yeah. Oh, the Yankees are interested in uh, Tyjon Walker. Okay, whatever. (laughs) Oh, Shea Watani is getting some practice in the outfield. Interesting. He's actually going to play the field. I mean, he has to because um, Albert Pujols needs to start. He needs to start DHing. Yeah. I want to see him break records. Come on, though. <laughs> so, um, that's kind of... A, I don't know. So, uh, yeah, so they, I guess the Cardinals, they got the Royals tonight, which is weird. It's really weird seeing Mike Matheny on another team when you're, when you're like, a Cardinal fan. Like, because, like, when you think of, like, a Cardinal, like, Mike Matheny is one of the first names that comes to my mind. Just because it's just like he was there for so long, and he was the manager. You know, he played there. He was the manager there, and now he has he's taking that craft and putting it into a different team. And he's got his old buddies uh, Trevor Rosenthal and Greg Heil- Greg Holland over there. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know, like. How are the Royals doing, though? I haven't really checked it. I mean, it's a three-horse team. They're bad. They're bad. Yeah, like... They're, they're bad, but they but remember, they were bad last year, so it's like, that's to be expected. But I'll look at the standings right now to see where they're sitting. I think they're in last place. So the Royals are... Oh, they're not that bad. They're 11 and 18. Well, they're good. So, I mean, it's not so... The other three, the other three are like 17... And twenty wins. Right. Like they're not they're not the worst team in the league. And they've been six and seven at home, so that's good. So at least they're winning most of their home games. Yeah. It's weird because I'm looking at this and the Cardinals are listed six and two at home this year. And two of those games were at Wrigley. So those are their two losses. So they have two home losses at Wrigley. It's stupid. <laughs> it is dumb. It is ridiculous. It makes like, you, when you look at it, it gets frustrating. You know, like. Yeah, because if you're, if you're the Cardinals, you're like, okay, they're refusing to come here, so we have to go to their park to play because they're refusing to play with us. I, when do you just start saying, okay, it's well, forfeiting. then you're just going to forfeit. You're just going to forfeit because, like. Yeah, it's forfeiting. Right. But Car- no one's tested positive for the Cardinals for weeks now. Go there and play. So, um, run differential. Let's see who leads in that. No surprise here, but looks like the league leader in run differential is actually the Dodgers. Plus 79. Yes. We got the Padres at plus 28. The Cubs are plus 10. The Cardinals are plus 15. So the Cardinals Atlanta have a higher... 22. Atlanta's plus 22. Houston's plus 25. 20. Yep. Minnesota's plus 41. White Sox plus 30. Indians. Toronto has a positive run differential. And then Tampa Bay. I didn't realize Tampa Bay was 19 and 11. Wow. They were in first for like a day or two there. Yeah. This is nuts. So do you think the Cardinals are going to be able to chase down the Cubs? No. Sorry. They're They're only three games back. Well, I'd have to look at their, I would have to look at their schedule. Well, they got the they got the they got the Royals right now, and then they play the I think the Tigers. Let's call it Mize too. They call it two guys. 
The mice, mice had a pretty good outing when he came out last time. Uh, it's possible. Possible. Huh. Yeah. And how many games back? Astros are three games back. You think they can catch the A's? If we can't beat the A's at all, no, because we got swept by them last time. We have to be, be able to beat them. Then, I, yeah, I would say, yeah. If Justin LeBerlander comes back, which I'm a man, I really hope in September he just pulled, you know, comes through. Even if it's like the last, like, two weeks, you know, to get a, two starts in there. And then it pushes them into October. That'd be nice. I want that matchup. I want that Yankee Astro matchup. Right yeah, off the gate. I, I don't want to play the Padres in the first round. So, yeah, I don't. So I think playing in San Diego might actually be better for us, but I don't want to play on the West Coast right off the bat. Yeah. I, I'd, I'd like to play the Cubs. That's the team I want to play in the first round. I think that team is severely overrated. Yeah, I don't want to play the A's right now. No, no. I'm just saying if no. I was if I'm if I'm the Cardinals, I'd want to play I'd want to play the Cubs. Atlanta would be kind of fun because it'd be kind of fun to knock them out two years in a row. <laughs> that's, why, that's why I want the Yankees right off the bat so we can knock them out every <laughs> since 2015. We've knocked them out every year. We've been in it. <laughs> yeah, we've owned them, you know, like 15, 17, 18. No, no the, the Red Sox beat them. Okay, so every time we played them in the playoffs, we beat them every time. And I like having that. The Dodgers you know? only have eight losses. Yep. That's insane. Yep. The Yankees only have nine. And then the Cardinals have eight. Also, but yeah. they're ten. They're ten and eight. So I'm I'm wrong. I thought they were thirteen and ten. They're ten and eight. Ten and eight gets you. <laughs> I mean, if you look at everyone else, I mean, they have all these losses on the books, and they're yeah. saying the top. It's the top two division teams get in. So you have to finish second in your division to get in. It doesn't matter. Uh, they're not doing like multiple teams from different divisions. That's why Miami's in. And say Colorado's not, because uh, Miami's second place in their division, and they have a it looks like they got about a two and a half game lead on the Mets, so that's why the Marlins are in. But they're only twelve and eleven. Who is your right now midseason? Who's your top five? Uh, well, probably Dodgers are one. Just that team is just so loaded. Uh, two, I'd probably say I like the A's. I like the A's at two. Um, three. Padres. They're just killing everybody. Yeah, I'd say Padres. They've won seven in a row. Um, after that... Where am I at? Four? Yeah, yeah. four. Uh, probably Tampa Bay. And then five. Either, I'd say either Houston or Chicago. White Sox. One of those two. Just because the last time we talked about Houston, they were like under 500 and something happened. Like they just clicked. So it looks like they're kind of back. Plus, they have a yeah. plus 25 run differential. And the run differential is really important because that really deter- like that really shows you if you're good or bad. <clears throat> True. I'm looking at the Rangers. They're negative 45. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the worst in the American League. It's worse than Boston, and it's worse than all of baseball. So the Rangers, that that's awful. The Angels only have nine wins. Yeah, they're bad, dude. That's got to be the division. Bad. That division's pretty good, though. Like, Texas is not 
that bad, but they're kind of bad this year. Yeah. And Seattle, uh, yeah, wow. I did not expect them to be that bad. I thought they were, like, right middle of the road. Yeah, people are talking about they might be okay. I'm like, they're not. They have no pitching. You get Rendon, yeah. you don't get a pitcher. They're terrible. They just they, they yeah. make bad moves. So. Yep. They got they made one they made one move for a pitcher, but it wasn't like a named guy. It was a a failed prospect who happens to be doing pretty good this year, and Dylan Bundy. Yeah. That's insane. And they're gonna and the Astros just won, so there you go. So yeah, Pujols, uh, Albert Pujols passes Alex Rodriguez on the RBI list. Amazing. That's that is just. I did we talk about him on the podcast already, or did we, uh, or did we say it before? No, I think we talked. About I don't. Before. Re- I know. I thought we brought up. I remember I was saying like because we lost, we weren't right on either bet. Remember, like we either passed right. something, but didn't. Yeah, so we talked about that. But you know, it's funny. Like if we're talking about power rankings, Houston doesn't make my top five. I don't think. I was just looking at rec. I was looking at records. No, I get you. I mean, mine's a little bit different. Uh, I think the A's are number one. That was a shocker. Uh, I just think they have a more complete team. I think they're great. Uh, I would have to put the Dodgers at number two. And this this is where I get nuts. I get a little nuts here. Okay. But it's okay. It's okay to get a little nuts. I get the White Sox at number three. Okay. And I'm saying because they're they're getting hot. They're playing well. They're getting hot. I just think that they're they're gonna they're gonna push and they're gonna they're gonna have one of the better records and they got one of the better lineups. And if they can do it at the trade deadline, that'll just do good at it. That'll just suffice it. What I'm saying. Um, number four. Would probably have to be the Yankees. This is tough because it, for me, it's number five has either got to be between the Twins and uh, San Diego. And I, if I had to pick, it would be San Diego. Even though I know like the Twins have a forty-one plus differential. That'll be twins probably after that, but that would be my picks. And I'm just basing it basically off like the le- what I've seen. Well, I've seen like carry and been hot and just you know becoming hot. And the reason why I put like I'll go to the White Sox picking them as three because like that last week or so that lineup has just been ridiculous. Right. And I feel like the Indians are going to drop off eventually. Um. And that doesn't say, like, when you go into the playoffs, who's going to win, you know, the, any, any playoff series because we know the A's haven't really done well at that or the Twins. But anything, anything could change, you know. But. It's, uh, it's always interesting to me. So, like. Power rankings, though, I, I normally don't do them because to me they're kind of it's all kind of meaningless. But I guess some people like talking about it because it's fun to talk about. But well, for I mean, me on the podcast too, people might like to hear it too. Right. I just I don't. I just don't want to be a Colin Coward and just put out random sh- crap just to put out random crap. <laughs> true. True. Because anything can happen. Right. I'm not a big fan of doing predictions because it's. It, literally off of nothing. I like to discuss what actually happened. That's always been, like, my forte when I do shows. Like, I'm not a big fan of, like, who I think's going to win because it does, that part doesn't matter. It's about dissecting what we just watched. True. And so, with that said, I'm... Uh, did you get a chance to check out Dylan Carlson's debut? I didn't. Yeah, it was all right. <laughs> He didn't. He finally got his first home run uh, two days ago. So oh, really? there we go. Yay! Yeah, yeah. We're off and we're off and rolling now. 
And uh, so let's talk about Tom Brenneman. So did you catch that, what happened? Yes, I did. What do you th- for those that don't know, uh, Tom Brenneman, they came back. I was watching the game, actually. So the game, did they came back. It? Did you hear it? Yes, yes, I heard it. Well, I, I was watching it. Okay. Okay. okay, so um, they, you know, it was during the Reds. I, saw, I don't know, were they playing the Indians or something like that? But anyways, they were playing some team. And it was during the doubleheader, so the first part of it. And they came back from break early, and Brenneman still had his mic on. And I think he was either, A, making a joke, or maybe he just doesn't like the city of Cincinnati. But he called it the uh, the homophobic slur, the F-word, uh, town of the, the, uh, the capital of the world, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. So, um, pretty much... <laughs> It, it was interesting because he was like, then he made an apology, you know, about the whole thing, and he called a home run while he was doing the apology. He's like, and there's a fly ball to left field that's going to leave the ballpark, and it's three nothing Cincinnati. I'm yep, very I very sorry. <laughs> yep, I saw all that. I didn't hear the slur or anything else, but I saw a lot of that. Yeah. So uh, he was. Uh, <sighs> I mean, I've never been a Tom Brenneman fan, so, like, because he got in trouble a couple years back by ripping into Cub fans. He went on a tirade about, said he said the Cubs had the worst fans in baseball and all that stuff. Like, there's a whole video clip of it, of him and his, him and his dad, Marty Brenneman, they were just getting into it about the Cub fans and how awful they are. So, like, he's been in heat before. But Tom Brenneman, my first introduction to Tom Brenneman actually was on All-Star Baseball 2004. He was uh, on the video game. It was him and Steve Lyons. And they would do the, they'd do the play-by-play game. So I was always kind of a fan of Tom Brenneman when it came to, like, the games. But then I, I didn't – he became the – he was the Reds announcer, and he, he's always hated the Cardinals. So, like, he was always very uh, – negative towards them. He hates the, uh, definitely hates the, the Cubs. And I think he hates the, I think he hates the Reds too, because of, the whole, of what he said. <laughs> but yeah. he got suspended. He got suspended. Um, I don't think he got fired. I think he just got suspended. Do you think the guy should be allowed to work again? What, you know, it's funny because like, I heard a little bit Keyshawn Johnson said and, Here's the thing. It's like he, he said what he said, and he's, I think Keyshawn actually came out and said, like, you know, um, you're sorry because you got caught, you know. Right. And, and I I probably believe that. Actually, I believe that. You know, obviously the way he right. was talking and everything else and just uh, – when he was suspended because they had to have an investigate, I'll be shocked if they, if, if they don't let him go. Right. Know? But do you think that he should be, like, should he be suspended, or do you think he should be not allowed to announce games again? I I would imagine it would be like he wouldn't, you know, in the time of the age or what's going on, like he wouldn't he wouldn't announce any games. Yeah, yeah. See, this is kind of where I stand with it. Um, I think if he does his time, serves his suspension. And if the Reds want to keep him, he should be allowed to announce again because I feel like everyone makes mistakes. People say things they don't mean. They say things they do mean. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll make an example. So um, the Cardinals announcer, uh, uh, Dan McLaughlin, obviously. I'm a huge fan of him. Did you know that he got suspended from the Cardinals in 2011 for getting a DUI? No, I didn't. So he didn't call at all the the World Series run in 2011. He was suspended, yeah. and they they let him come back the next year. He was he was suspended for a year. I would I would go ahead and say what what Dan McLaughlin did was far worse than what Tom Brenneman did because Dan McLaughlin could have killed someone. Nobody was really harmed by what Brenneman did. He, he maybe feelings were hurt. But if you're talking about like an actual physical damage, no one died because of his comments. True. 
Yeah. So I feel like if you're going to, I'm all for holding people accountable. Like that's, I'm all for that. But you have to make sure you hold everyone accountable. So let's just not, just because Brenneman said something, let's not make an example of them. Let's learn from it pretty much. You know, in, in going back to the stuff you're saying about giving people chances, it's like go back to Ron Washington. If you remember, he had, yep. yeah, he had that poke incident, and Nolan Ryan, you know, people make mistakes and they fuck the job. So, yep. um, so yeah, we'll just see how it has to play out. You know, maybe that's what they are going to do: just suspend him for a while and then to bring him back. So, yeah, I'd say two years. He should be off the radio for two years, and then maybe he'll maybe. Uh, do some minor league games or something like that. Like, you've ever seen the show Brockmire? No. It's a show about a baseball announcer who went on a tirade because of his, uh, he, he used to announce for the Royals and he went on an absolute tirade because he found out his wife was cheating on him. So he, while he was calling the game, he went on this entire, like, temper tantrum about, like, kind of just breaking out and all that kind of stuff and he got fired. And it took him like five years before he was able to call games again. So he was announcing like minor league games and stuff like that. It's a it's it's a fictional show, but it's actually pretty accurate to what happened with Brenneman. Oh wow! So like, uh, I honestly think that Brenneman should just he should have to start over almost. But if he wants to continue mm-hmm. his career, he should be allowed to. Yeah. I don't know if another team will touch him again. Yeah, a lot of people give people chances and everything else, but you never know how they look at the whole Cub thing and, you know, the whole thing with the the Reds, too. I'm also kind of worried that with the whole, like, the Me Too movement and all the, you know, the hashtag movements, I don't know what's trending right now, but, like, there's always something that someone's always offended by, Mm -hmm. and... If you really think about it, the way that Brennan, what Brenneman said, I don't think was very homophobic because I don't think he was referring to anyone's orientation. I think he was just using that word like the way that you would use it like for a person you don't like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, so th- that's kind of where I stand with Tom Brenneman, that... Uh, as long as if they do research on him and find out that he's like a homophobe or something like that, okay, maybe he shouldn't work again. But if it's like one instant that that just happened, maybe he was trying to make the guy in the booth laugh with him or something. Cause he wasn't supposed to be on TV, obviously. So that's kind of where I stand with that. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. As you can tell I'm home now. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, Always, it's always something going on. <laughs> no, normally, yeah. I got home a little bit ago, so I got a bunch. All right, well, we can wrap it up. So, um, anything else you want to cover before we uh, end it? No, we covered pools, uh, playoffs, you know, talked about Brenneman. I know we wanted to bring that up. Middle of the year, you know. We'll see where uh, what do you going. think of? Do we want to uh, pools? What do you think? You think this uh, week? <laughs> oh. well, yes, he's got it. It's been like three weeks since he's hit a home run. He's got to hit one now. He's due. He's due. I'm not going to say he's going to break it, but he's going to tie it by the next there time we, we broadcast. He's going there to tie we it. Go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he will not. He will not catch Hank Aaron in RBIs though by the next time we broadcast. And if he does, he's the greatest player of all time. <laughs> yeah, like if he hit 700 and does that, come on. Yeah. Yeah. How how many RBIs is he away from Hank Aaron? I I don't know. I have to check. I should have looked it up before we got on here. But isn't that isn't that just nuts? If you really think about it, like Albert Pujols is second all time in RBIs, and nobody's talking about it. No. Nobody. No. Nobody cares. That's like nobody cares. <laughs> nobody cares. It's like, well, it's like he's the Angels. He's with the Angels. This well, is when he rough on their franchise, you know, because like if it was the Yankees, it'd be like it'd be all over everywhere, you know, be on Sports Illustrated. What was it like two? It was two years ago that he he hit six his six hundredth home run, and ESPN didn't even put it on their. It was on their ticker. That was it. Like there was no like big moment for it. 
It's just, yeah. it's nuts that the, the lack of respect that he gets, it's all because he's on the West Coast. Yeah, 100% that, yes. If he was with the Cardinals, it'd be a huge moment. Mm-hmm, it would be. They'd, be. they'd have seven statues, one for each hundred home run he hit. Yes. That'd be a lot of statues. It'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> he'd have, like, because he'd probably have 800 right now if he, was, if he stayed in St. Louis. He might have. He wanted to, but it just didn't work out like that. It didn't work out, nope. Apparently they offered him like a five year deal and that's that was he felt kind of insulted by the deal. Yeah. So he went to the Angels. Yeah, they wanted him. So they gave him the money. They gave him a lot of money. They did. To the point they, to the to the point where Albert Pujols' name should change and have the dollar sign for the S instead of his uh instead of the S at the end of his name. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. That'd be hilarious. That is probably the most money I've ever seen a 31-year-old get at the yeah. time. Yeah. That was like one of the biggest contracts ever at the time. Yeah. And he was 31 when he signed it. Yeah. Like, he, he wasn't as, he wasn't like Harper or Machado or anything like that. Like, Trout signed his big deal when he was 28. Which, again, ugh, that could come back to bite you if Trout turns, what if he, what if he turns into Albert towards the end of his career? It could happen. They don't care. They want to be able to say we had Mike Trout. That's what the Angels do. Well, That's they're, they they're do. wasting. They're wasting Mike Trout. Kind of like how the Giants wasted Barry Bonds all those years. Yep. And then they'll win the World Series after Trout's gone, like the Giants did after Bonds left. Yep. And like <laughs> how, like how the Nationals did it after Harper left. Yeah. Except the Giants won three World Series. Oh, yeah. That's got to be after, hard. After Bonds. Like, if you're Barry Bonds, has never won a World Series, and you played on a team that went there, like, once, and then you leave, and three years later, they win the World Series. Then they win two more. Because why not? Nuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm, I'm Andrew Karachi alongside Eric Emerson. And we'll be back next week. Same, same podcast time. Same, uh, there's two on, there's two out, and someone will finally drive us in. Yes. <laughs> now, how do I end this again? This, this is, this is all being recorded. Sweet, sweet. Because I'm always not prepared. So,